With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. Clay's in Mexico for a couple more days with his family. That means Jeff Schwartz and me, Jason Martin, in for the rest of the week. Jeff's at Jeff Schwartz on Twitter. You can give him the love and probably the hate there. I'm at Zone. You can find me, the crew, Roberto, Eddie Garcia, Justin Cooper out in Los Angeles. They're the trifecta. They're the guys spinning the Dallas radio style for us. And we've got W. Bro here with me taking your phone calls at 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. That's eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Roadmap. Frank Isola coming up next segment. Talk a lot about the second half of the NBA season. Also, of course, the baseball punishments and uh, some NFL news as well. And Dr. David Chow will join us later on in the program, which is always a wonderful conversation. We look forward to talking to at Pro Football Doc. But Jeff, we have talked about this uh, a few times. Just sort yeah. of, it's come up, but now it seems to be. It's kind of the story right now in a week where you don't know from day to day what the story is likely to be, but uh, Adam Schefter reporting yesterday, a new CBA, there's actually optimism it could be finalized with next week, and the big change, at least for now, certainly the regular season change and all that still has to be worked out, but it appears like we're, gonna, we're about to get another wildcard team and one less buy in each conference. And as somebody that, that studies this and watches and pays attention to things of this ilk. Uh, what are your initial thoughts on some of the changes being discussed here? All right. Well, first off, uh, yeah, the meeting is today between the NFL ownership to approve parts or maybe the entire CBA. Um, 
there's so many things to, to discuss here. One, let's make this very clear. All the leaks yesterday were from the owner's side, all right? Let's be very clear about okay, that. That's interesting, um, yeah. They they were not from the player's side. It was very clear that from the ownership side, uh, they were all about uh, you know the new playoff format, the added game, the preseason game that's been that will be wiped away, uh, the money that the players will get. Um, really, nothing about benefits, nothing about anything else. Just it was all straight from the ownership side, and it makes sense that both sides want to get something done. Okay, so the, the current CBA expires at the end of the 2020 season, start of the league year of 2021. I went through the last lockout. I was I was um, I don't know, fortunate, unfortunate to go through it. I have a lot of experience um, in how this process works. Both sides want to avoid the lockout, of course. But the NFL ownership wants to get this done more than the players do at this moment because they want to have everything locked in for new TV deals that are coming up soon. And if you can say, hey, we have an extra game, we have two extra playoff games, TV, give us money, basically, right? Um, I was listening to Colin Coward yesterday, and he was saying, and I think it's true yesterday, whenever it was, uh, two days ago, that um, you know the NFL just tells networks what they're paying them, and that's how much leverage the NFL has on, sure. on some of these deals. And so adding a game, two playoff games, um, gives you know more leverage to the ownership to, to negotiate TV deals uh, for, for the entire league. So they want this done quickly. NFL players, are, I don't think, are in as much rush as the ownership is. Plus, look, the owners are 32 owners. NFL players are 1,700 of us, right? And so there's a lot more things on our side that we want to get done and accomplish before we agree to this. Now, so the talk mostly is about, you know, obviously the new changes. Let's start with this. Um, the playoff thing seems to be the most striking one, right? So they're not going to add one more playoff team to each conference. You get seven. The number one seed gets a bye. Um, I outside of college football, and I am on the opposite side of this argument. A lot of people want more teams. I do not think spending playoffs is needed in sports. I've never felt mm-hmm. I'm a basketball fan. I'm a baseball fan. Baseball added a wild card, right? So ten teams make it in baseball instead of you know eight teams. Um, basketball obviously like half the league, right? Sixteen teams make it. Um, I've never felt that we need more playoffs, right? More playoff teams. Um, I don't feel the NFL needs more playoff teams. Look at last season. They would have gotten the 8-8 eight eight Pittsburgh Steelers would have gone to Kansas City in wild card weekend. I and gotten annihilated. Game. I already know who's going to win that game. The Chiefs are going to win that game, right? I, I don't need the Rams and not those Jordan to be in the playoffs last year. I think we're, we are watering down the playoffs. I know that fans, I'm going to watch the games, right? We'll have, we'll have, three, we'll have two straight days of three games. It'd be like Thanksgiving, right? You have a game at noon, you have a game at 4.30, you have a game at 8, 8.15, you have that two straight days probably, maybe Sunday, so it's a little bit earlier, who knows, but whatever, you'd have three straight, two straight days. Of, it'd be, I'd watch all the football. I get it. I'd be happy to watch all the football, but I don't think, I don't think it's needed in the NFL. Now, of course, it's needed for the ownership and they make more money, right? You sell two more playoff games to, to TV networks. Maybe one, maybe Amazon takes one of them, right? Or maybe Google takes one of them, or maybe YouTube takes one of them, or Facebook. You're gonna, you, there's so many opportunities to make so much more money for the NFL, which obviously trickles down to us. But for NFL ownership, they want to make more money. And this is a way for them to do it. And so adding playoff teams. But I don't, I, Jason, I do not feel that this is necessary for the NFL. Do you? 
No, uh, I tend to side exactly with the way you do. We talked about yesterday towards the tail end of the program, the NBA ratings being down in almost every local market, not to mention nationally an average of around 12 to 13%. And one of the big reasons is because we know none of these games feel essential because we're going to have an opportunity to see these teams play when it matters when there is no load management, which everybody is out on the floor once the playoffs begin. And half the league makes it. When you have eight teams from each conference, that means you get some teams that really didn't earn their way. And then you get into the situation of here's a six and six college football team that did nothing impressive getting into a bowl game. And it, it, we've come to a spot now where, yeah, the Rose Bowl matters because the Rose Bowl has tradition. But outside of that, at least in my eyes, there are three football games that matter in the postseason for college football that being the semifinals and the national championship game with the two winners of that. And then you can add the Rose Bowl. And that's really about it. I don't think that adding the... How many years is it that the team that gets shut out of the playoffs in the NFL, the team that finishes seventh, for example, in each conference, is a team that you feel like, oh man, they really deserved a chance to play here. Like how often does that actually happen? Or is it more often, Jeff that a team that's five or six, you say, well, they're about to get trucked right. in the postseason. It, it seems to be more the latter, at least in my experience, right. than and it is the former. And look, last year you always have the Titans, which are which are kind of, um, you know, that doesn't happen very often where a six seed is really good. But, you know, in this format, you know, you still would go to New England, obviously. Um, I just, you know, we lose all the Week 17 drama we had last season if we go to this new playoff format, right? Because... The Chiefs don't. The Chiefs don't care if they're the two or three seed. Really, I, mean, I guess they care because then they avoid going to New England at some point. But you know, the, the big deal last year was the Chiefs got to buy, and and the and the um, percent chance that you win, um, the percent chance that you win uh, or get the Super Bowl with a buy increases like fifty percent. So. So that, that that was a drama we saw week 17 last year. That doesn't matter now, right? It doesn't matter because you... Chiefs Only the top would, team gets a bye. Chiefs won't have a bye. Also, you know, the whole thing about like the Titans having to win week 17, well, I don't know if that would have been such a big deal if they would have been the 6th or 7th seed. It would have, didn't matter to them. They probably would have been the 6th seed if they lost. Or excuse me, 7th seed. I just think we lose the drama of the playoffs because we increase the playoff teams. It's not going to stop at seven. It'll be eight pretty soon. Um, so I just don't think adding extra playoffs are what people want to see. I, I, again, we'd watch it all. We can. We are ravenous for NFL content, right? Well, gonna, we'd watch it all. But I don't think it makes the product better. That should be the goal. Okay, so here's... There's one... You're, you're right, first of all, but you see expansion all the time because there's money to be made. When there's money to be made in extra games or extra time spent, it's always going to find its way uh, into the maelstrom. But when you think about, for example, the NCAA tournament in basketball and how it kept on expanding and kept on expanding and kept on expanding, and now there's a first four in Dayton before they ever even get to what used to be the first round, which is now declared the second round. And then here's 68 teams. and all. It's... Yes, I think the argument here is, first, we're going to watch all these games, but does it make for a better tournament, necessarily? I've never looked at all the lower seeds and thought, boy, I hope one of them wins the national championship, because I wouldn't see them as national champions. Everything's flawed in that argument. One bye is intriguing because it makes being the number one team 
something that you would certainly go for. But if you're not number one, I do think that it would the the week seventeen drama. I think we'd see a lot of low management in week seventeen. We will a lot see, more so see, for sure than we did ton, this year. We'd see a ton of load management um, in uh, in in week seventeen now. Um, but again. You know, an extra week of footballs and extra money for everyone's pockets. Remember, the goal here, obviously, for the ownership side is to make more money, and therefore you you would pawn, you give us as players more money. And the current proposal states that if um, even if we don't go to seventeen games, we go to sixteen games, we'll get a bump, one percent bump in the, in the cut. Well, forty eight percent of the of the cut, the owners will have fifty two. I will say this though, um, <coughs> excuse me, a lot of things that are not understood about the CBA, and I understand it's tough to read and understand. The owners get to like cut off like a billion off the top of revenues and ticket sales and stuff like that before they even get to us. So it's it's not like it's not fifty two and forty eight percent. There's a lot of things that they get right as far as merchandise sales and parking and all that stuff that we don't even touch as players. They get to take like it's like a billion off the top is theirs. It's probably even more now. Two billion off the top is theirs before we even get to the what we cut up together. So, um, you know that that's a change, right? An extra playoff game, and also the playoff structure about getting paid changes too, because yeah. it's so silly. Yeah. It 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 really is silly because you. So they're they're going to pay the team to have buys. Yeah, but the way the structure works, though, that actually really doesn't mean anything. Okay, so um, right now the way the playoffs work is we don't get paid our salary, right? Our salaries for 17 weeks, you know, so 16 plus the buy right now. We get paid for 17 weeks. Some teams pay us every week. Some teams pay us every other week. That's how we, we don't get paid during the season. Um, during the playoffs, it's a bonus structure. And you actually, a lot of the veterans make far less to play in the playoffs than we would in the regular season. So like my last year in New York... I would have made, I would have made uh, a lot, a lot, almost six figures less to play a playoff game than the regular season game. All right, like it's it's a big difference in in price. My brother, you know, he's making, uh, you know, he's making a lot of money, and it's a, it's he took a big cut for the playoffs, and and you do that obviously because you're able to uh, play for Super Bowl. Um, but the whole idea of getting paid in the first week. You get paid in the second week for missing the first week. So th- th- in the end, the money is still the same. Uh, you just get paid in a different week. Uh, so it's not like this big revelation that, oh, my God, they're being so generous. They're paying the players on the bye week in the playoffs. Like, you still would get that money after the division. Like, if you win the division round, you get paid more because you've won the division round than you are on the wild card weekend. You make, the money's made up in, in, in the different it's, – uh, it's, it's one of those things that, like, sounds great – the public, but it doesn't actually change the structure of how we get paid in the playoffs. Um, That's interesting, or, or how much money we get, right? Like, so you know, because if you, I think right now, if you if you're a wild card team, okay, you get, I'll just say, thirty thousand dollars if you lose wild card weekend. If you lose in the divisional round, you get like sixty thousand dollars. So now they would just give you thirty of that in the first weekend, probably, right? It's like they're get, not you're not getting more money in the play of the divisional round. They're just giving you more money early on. It's it's silly. So Well the way um, that well the way that the way the Schefter piece writes it, he writes, quote, Additionally the players on the teams that earn a first round buy will receive postseason pay for that weekend. That was not the case under the current CBA, which has always rankled some players. Okay, so 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 the the question becomes, are we getting more money or are we just getting it at different times? It's a big difference, right? 
Are we getting $60,000 over two weeks? So we're getting 30 and 30. Or are we getting now $80,000 for that same divisional round game? Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. So are we, are we getting more money or just, just splitting up differently, right? If we have, if me and you're getting paid ten dollars for the show, what we're doing right now, which we might, and uh, <laughs> and and you know, are we getting five and five in this new deal? Or are we getting twelve dollars to do the show now? Right? I think that that's the biggest thing, and that's the thing about some of the stuff that's leaking out. This is from the ownership side. Is it's all pro? You know, like oh, they're just getting more money, but it's a, and we'll get into a lot of this throughout the day. There's a lot more details to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's about. How much are we getting as players? How much are we actually getting as players? I, I know the proposal says to go 48 and a half for 17 games. And yeah, it's great. Yeah. $5 billion over 10 years is what I, the way Adam Schefter said it. Well, well he says much- shifting $5 billion of revenue to the player side. It doesn't even mention that length of time. Well, it, it would be for the 10 years. If I think that I read that today. It would be for 10 years. Um, if the you know, tenure, new 10-year CBA. But how much are the owners making in, the, in this, you know, with with this new money? Uh, how much are we not going to see? How much, and, you know, with the five billion? It's not just player salaries, everyone. It's our benefits. You know, how about retired benefits? How about all the, you know, like what 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 else is happening for us to make this, you know, to say okay to this? So there's a lot more. Well, I think it's really out. interesting that you say that all the leaks are coming from the owners because as you read this article and you read some of this, it all basically is like, well, here's what we're giving them. But I don't see a lot of the things that we have discussed and many have discussed for a couple of years that the players should be fighting for before yeah. they would sit down here. Yeah, It's like we're I've seeing half some, the story. Yeah, I've talked to some players about a lot of this stuff, and I feel like the players, look, it, it's tough. I really like our leadership, by the way. I think our leadership is, is a lot better from the player side than it's been a lot of years. Um, <laughs> all the stuff we've talked about is really unrealistic, you know, fully guaranteed deals, lifetime health insurance, things like that. Um, it's something that fans talk about a lot, but we as players understand it's probably not real. It's fighting for little things that kind of get us in that direction in this CBA to next CBA. So the thing about it, it, it's 700 players, right? It, it's it's three player reps a team. It's DeMora Smith. It's everyone. It just takes us more time to mobilize and just, hey, 32 owners meet in New York tomorrow. Fly your private jets over here. Let's have an hour meeting, right? It's tougher for us to get everything together and get a decision made and agree upon everything. So from our side, it's just going to take more time. Yeah, no, I get it. I mean, it, it, yeah, you've get, to get a unified message and to yes. actually have a list of what are the things that we want to get accomplished here, there's probably a lot of there's a lot of confusion that has to be worked through before you can get to those specifics. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. We- Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was
was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries. They helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installed near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Welcome in our good friend, always joins us on Thursday, Frank Isola of ESPN's Around the Horn PTI, also NBA Radio on Sirius XM, hardest working man in show business. Frank, how are you this morning? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, the Cavs suck. That's one <laughs> of the things that's going on. Uh, Beeline is out. It didn't look like that was going to be a, a particularly good marriage, but... Uh, 
it's not like would you take this job if it were offered? I mean, I know JB Bickerstaff knows what he's doing, but the I was thinking about this yesterday. We were kind of joking about if they offered you a chance to be the head coach of a Cleveland professional sports franchise right now, you might want to stop and really consider it. This is a six new coach in seven years for the Cavs and the Browns like to move them around basically like it's going through a car auction as well. Just how badly did this situation go from the start? Well, always remember this about these jobs. You know, there's only 30 NBA jobs, and then you know you got the the money's always going to be good, good to great. And then I think a lot of guys convince themselves I could be the one to turn it around. And you know, John Beilein had a very good reputation, and I I, I laugh though at you know, when they hired him, he was 66 years old and had never coached an NBA game before, and he had no NBA experience. So the, you know, to make it seem like now after the fact, well, you know, it was an older guy with not any NBA experience. Well, you guys hired him. You should have you should have known that at the time. And, you know, the things that happened with the players saying that, well, you know, he's kind of out of touch with the NBA and, and things of that nature. Last year, they went 19-63, and Tyron Lue and Larry Drew were the coaches. Those are guys with a lot of NBA experience. So I think this is more about everyone trying to cover their you-know-what, especially, you know, the front office, ownership, players, and putting it now all on John Beeline, that he was like this old, outdated guy that couldn't relate to players. First of all, he did a pretty good job relating to younger players in college. Because that's where he made his bones. I'm pretty sure the players in college are younger than the players in the NBA. They're just not a good enough team. And I love that stat about you know the Cavaliers. When LeBron James hasn't been on the team, the last time they had a winning season was in '97, '98. So really, the Cavaliers over the last you know 22 years haven't done anything unless LeBron James is on the team. So you think it's a little overplayed, the whole beeline was screaming at professional athletes and treating them like college uh, players and all? You think that that's, that's not as big a part of this story as it's being kind of reported in some circles? Well, that could be maybe his style. But remember, we were hearing about this stuff in early December. They had barely played any games yet. And the players were like, you know, complaining about it. The story came out, I believe it was. In the athletic, I just find it funny. You know, it, it's one thing if John Beeline had taken over, say, the Lakers, and you got LeBron there, and you, they brought in Anthony Davis, Rondo. They have this veteran team that you expect the championship from, and they're getting off to this awful start, and players are saying stuff like that, and you think, well, maybe this wasn't the best fire. They brought him in because he's a, they have a young team that they were hoping that you know, it was more of like a development year. So I just find it funny that they came in knowing exactly what they were getting themselves into and then try to pretend like, wow, we didn't expect this. We didn't think he would be, you know, be this way. Why is it okay to give the players kind of time to grow on the job? But the coach only got, let's face it, this was over in early December once that story came out that the players mm-hmm. weren't happy with him. And then the whole thing about when he said slug, when he meant to say slug, and that whole thing blew up. You know, the guy coached college basketball for 30 years, he didn't hear one bad word about him. So it's, I, I think this, I think, they wanted to get out of this pretty quickly. I think the players wanted to know part of it because the last thing they want to do is get blamed. And I'm sure John Beeline reached the point. He probably said, "What am I doing? Uh, this is you know this is a miserable situation. I'm miserable. Let's let's get out of here." A good bit of the stories this year have been about a lot of the local and regional television numbers being down for the NBA, and then across the league being 12 to 13 percent down, even across some of the national platforms. But seemed like the All Star Weekend was a net positive. How do you assess the rule changes and how it played into a much more exciting All-Star game on Sunday? And even with the controversy with Aaron Gordon and Johnson and the dunk contest, at least we were talking about it because there was a lot of really good dunking going on as opposed to, is it time to bury the dunk contest? 
Well, you're 100% right about the dunk contest. I also think, you know, we're, the next day we were talking about, a couple of days later we were talking about, and really, except for the other three guys that lost, and especially Aaron Gordon, who really cares who wins the slam dunk contest? It's not <laughs> that big of a deal. And once you put Dwayne Wade on the, you know, as one of the judges, and you have both Derek Jones Jr., who plays for the Heat, and Aaron Gordon in the final, I mean, Dwayne Wade has got a big weekend. They're spending three days retiring his number for crying out loud. There was no way. <laughs> that Dwayne Wade was going to favor Aaron Gordon over Derek Jones Jr. So that that one you could kind of see it coming. As for the game itself, you know, I, I I like the change. I think what they probably didn't expect was that it would take 41 minutes. You know, there wasn't a clock, so in actual time it took 41 minutes. So I would think they probably played about a 15 to 20 minute quarter, which I don't think they probably expected. Hmm. They were I, I, from what I heard, I think the number was going to be 30. That they were going to play to, you know, once so Team Giannis was up instead of adding twenty four points to their score to make it the targets where it was going to be thirty, but they changed it to twenty four because of Kobe Bryant. That was, you know, that being his number. So I'm not. I, I think they're probably a little surprised how long it took, and I don't think the coaches were ready for it because you know Nick Nurse and Frank Vogel barely made any subs, you know, for what would have been, you know, the last, you know, probably ten twelve minutes of basketball time there. They didn't make any subs. I don't think the referees were ready for it. The referees usually for all star game, they show up. They're like, "Yeah, this is great. We get a nice like little weekend. Or we're going to get paid every day. We get to do this game." Then all of a sudden, the players started trying. Then they were complaining about fouls not being called. Then the referees started calling fouls, and they were complaining about that. I'm telling you, I kept thinking the the bad things that could come out of this. You could get a fight. You could get a flagrant foul. You could get a technical foul. You could get somebody ejected because the the, the complaining it really did kind of remind you of a regular season game, and it was it, it was a good idea. Maybe the, maybe setting the score the score at twenty four was a mistake, but it was actually nice to see the players out there trying a little bit. As we look uh, toward the second half, it's already the second half. There's only like what twenty games left. Um, anyone out west can challenge the Lakers or Clippers. It's going to be tough. I mean, I I, I still think Denver could be. Uh, a dangerous team, but it seems like it's going to be those two teams right now. You, you know, Utah has their moments where you, you know, they, they go on these like winning streaks and all of a sudden they drop four games in a row, but I still think it's going to be the two teams in LA. The only, the only thing about the Lakers, which would be interesting to watch the second half of the season, or like you said, the unofficial second half of the season, if somehow Portland could get the eighth seed, because if you're the Lakers, you go through the whole season with the best record in the Western Conference, and your first-round opponent could be a team that made it to the conference finals last year and has a backcourt of Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. And remember, Yusuf Nurkic, their starting center, broke his leg last year and hasn't played yet. So he might be back soon as well. So if I'm the Lakers and John Moran has had this great year with Memphis and you know New Orleans could technically make it, they have Zion Williamson, I'd much rather play those teams and play Portland. That is a that would not be the greatest reward for finishing with the best record having to play Portland in the first round. Do do the Clippers have too many guys now? I saw some people that some NBA players arguing on Twitter about the Clippers just having too many guys. Right, one ball going around. Is 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 is, is there such things as having too many guys who want the ball? I, I do think that's the case, but I don't think it's the case with the Clippers. You know, if you look at the team they'll put out there in the fourth quarter you know, every night, if you look at the box score. Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell come off the bench, and they play a ton of minutes, and they're really, really productive. And the thing about a guy like Kawhi Leonard, you know, Kawhi is you know very much an unselfish superstar. Even look at the way that he played the fourth quarter against um, in the All Star game. 
where he got the MVP and he was doing a lot uh, on the defensive end, and he was kind of letting other guys in that fourth quarter, you know, be the ones to shoot and to try to create. So I think because of him, I think it could work. And in the fourth quarter, I think you know, I get that they just added Reggie Jackson, but I, you know, Reggie Jackson's a good player. I don't think I don't know how much he's going to play in a tight playoff game. I'm still going with you know Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Patrick Beverly, then Montrezl Harrell, and also. Um, Lou Williams down the stretch. Frank, uh, Charles Oakley, that lawsuit got tossed out. I see the the judge basically said it looks like a PR campaign, that it was just like, we're going to try and win in the court of public opinion. That story was ugly when it came out. Uh, were you surprised at all that this thing got tossed out, or were you kind of surprised at the way this lawsuit was even filed in the first place? I wasn't surprised it was filed. I know Charles Oakley pretty well, and Charles is definitely a fighter. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I guess it was going to be hard for you know him to to win that. The interesting thing is that Jim Dolan, you know, who's been at odds with Charles Oakley for a long time, that that part seems to be a smart um, PR move to basically say maybe now we could find peace because I think what you know what Jim Dolan completely uh, misread was you know when you're dragging out a beloved player out of your building, that's not going to be good for your image. It's not good for the organization's image. It just looks really bad. You see the way other teams treat their beloved players, and I get it. You know, Charles Oakley did not win a championship in New York, but New York is really identified with him like like fans in any town would because when people see a guy that gets his all on the court, diving after loose balls, playing hurt, you know, everyone kind of identifies with that lunch pail kind of player, and for them, for the Knicks to treat him that way, I think was a it was a big mistake, and it it, it really put the the organization in a bad light, and Jim Dolan in a bad light. And with the case getting dismissed, you know, I thought he'd, be, you know, he'd probably do a victory lap, but you know, to say that you know I want to come to peace or we'll find peace with Charles Oakley, I thought that was the smart thing to do because you know the Knicks organization the last few years it's not just the losing, it's just like the whole I guess brand of the organization looks bad as well. They still sell out games, the fans still come. But the overall feeling about the organization certainly has changed. Frank, uh, your New York guy, Aaron Judge, has been outspoken this week. Stanton came out, I guess, yesterday and said he would have hit over 80 home runs if he knew what pitches were coming. When you look at how Rob Manfred and baseball have handled this situation from the outset and how kind of ugly it's gotten and gotten public as well over the past couple of weeks with players all across the league coming out about the lack of suspensions, just how badly do you think baseball has misplayed this? Yeah, and I got I to gotta give Tony Clark, the head of the union, a lot of credit because he was the one who, when the commissioner came to him, he said, all right, our, our guys will talk, but I want them to have immunity. So the media, to their credit, is not allowing the story to die. What's surprising is how Major League Baseball players are refusing to allow the story to die. And it almost seems as if the players would just be happy. Now, a team like the Yankees and the Dodgers, who both end up losing to the Astros that year, you know, they probably think, well, we should have the trophy, but I doubt Major League Baseball is going to do that. But in a weird way, like if it continues, maybe it's not the craziest thing that they would just strip them of the title and there just won't be a World Series champion for that year, just like they didn't have a champion back in whatever year that was, was it 93 or 94 when they, uh, during the strike. So maybe, maybe they'll do something like that. But I, I am blown away by how many players are saying that the you know that their fellow union members should be punished and that's the part I don't know can he install a, you know for the best interest of baseball clause and maybe suspend some of these guys like I would think that each guy getting you know consecutive 10 game suspensions would at least it would be something 
I, I just right. can't believe how much the players are coming out complaining. And you know, the other thing too is, and they have every right to, but it is kind of funny. Like the Dodgers did lose two of those games at home. Yes, the year that they, the year, including in Game Seven. So I'm not saying that the Astros weren't helped that the two home games that they won in the World Series at home because the Dodgers actually won one of those games in Houston. But let's not try to pretend that the Dodgers didn't lose home games as well. I believe it was game two in game. I know they lost game seven at home. Everyone makes it, you know, the, the Dodgers make it seem like they were, unstoppable. they were unstoppable in L.A., but once they went to Houston, they were losing every game 15 to nothing because the other team knew which pitches were coming. Let's uh, calm down on that a little bit. Yeah, they lost a game seven five to one, and and I'm I'm a Giants fan, so I'm a little biased on this. I mean, Bellinger batting one forty three, and then complaining about the Astros was was rich to me. Uh, one 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 last question. Um, I believe the players were not punished because um, Manford was worried they would, out of spite, rush to the media and tell everyone all the cheating that's happening in baseball, and they wanted to just leave it to the Astros. No more stories. Be done. Do you kind of buy into that being a theory about why the players were not punished? Yeah, there could be there could be something to that. I also think the way the Astros kind of handled it. If you remember, you know, the story came out, and then the Astros had that fan fest that both Alex Bregman and Jose Altuve attended, and like they didn't, they kind of apologized, but they also didn't say anything about their GM Jeff Lunau or their manager, who everyone loves, AJ Hinch how he got fired. So here are, you know, three managers got fired. And I, to be honest, I think the one that definitely had to go was the last guy to go, which was Carlos Beltran. He was, you know, they called him basically the mastermind of of the whole thing. Now you're going to have that guy managing an MLB team. I mean, maybe five years from now he could do it, but obviously Carlos Beltran had to go. But also, again, it's the, you know, the Rob Manfred did not want to deal with the players' union in baseball. Baseball's player union is, is the best and toughest out of all of them. You know, it's they just seem to have a lot of juice, and I don't think the commissioner wanted to take them on. And it's just amazing how the story keeps going. You could tell he desperately wants the games to start, but then again, when the games start, that's when teams might start throwing at these guys. And we know how it's going to work, too. You know, we're all thinking the first game of spring training, that first pitch, we'll see what happens. But you know what it's going to be. It'll be like a Thursday night in uh, May when you're least expecting it in the sixth inning and something's going to happen in the – I would think at some point there's going to be a brawl because if the Houston Astros, if you're those players, they're probably getting tired of hearing about all this stuff. And I would also think, you know, it's weird. Nobody is going to be rooting for the Astros, but I actually think they're going to use a lot of this as motivation because we all know, you know, you could say all you want about knowing which pitches were coming. They're still a pretty good team <laughs> with, some really good pl- with some really good players. So the Angels are talking everything about it. The Angels played them seven times in the first ten games of the season. Good luck to you boys against the Astros. Well, Frank, good luck to you. We appreciate you, as always. Clay will be back talking to you next week, but uh, thanks for waking up early with us. Yeah, we, we appreciate it. The three, the three of us should go to Mexico together. How about that? That sounds like a plan, Frank. Appreciate <laughs> Take it. Take care. He's at the Frank Isola on Twitter. He's one of our favorites. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield 
Shield Ripers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Interesting transition to this story. And then I, I just got some great information from Dub. We're going to lead off a second hour talking about that. 
as well as more, much more on the CBA. But Jeff Schwartz, Jason Martin, for Clay Travis, by the way. Cleveland's been in the news, obviously, with John Beeline moving on and how bad they are, meaning that basketball team is, how terrible they are, second-worst record in the league with only Golden State, who's intentionally trying to lose, seemingly, with a worse record. But also from Cleveland, a certain hip-hop act, the Bone Thugs and Harmony. And well, well, they're not the both those are after twenty five years. They are not, Jeff. After twenty five years of thugging and bugging and teaming up with the late Notorious B.I.G. for my favorite Bone Thugs song, which was Notorious Thugs. Huge fan of that tune. They are now the boneless thugs in harmony as part of a partnership with Buffalo Wild Wings. Capitalism, y'all. This is phenomenal. Uh, there's like a behind the music video they're putting out. I mean, it's going to be like a marketing stunt. They're not going to be boneless thugs forever, but they are selling merch, Jeff. They're selling a gold chain that's going to say boneless on it. They've renamed each other crazy boneless, flesh and boneless, wish boneless, lazy bones that he ain't changing bleep. It's preposterous. So my this ain't question bad. Is, this sounds more like a Super Bowl <laughs> ad campaign, though. How much money do they get for doing this is the question. Um, I, that's a good question. Like, like more and or are less, they going to get it on the first of the month? More, <laughs> more or less than Greg Robinson <laughs> would have gotten for selling his half a Jeff Schwartz worth of marijuana that he got busted with yesterday. Um, it, <laughs> <laughs> Hard to say that wasn't intent to sell. <laughs> if you got half of a Jeff Schwartz in your garage that you get tagged with, um, uh, look, obviously it's a mark. It's the same when IHOP went to IBOP, right, or whatever when they went or I, I, I yeah, hop. that's what exactly yeah. what I was thinking about. Uh, it's, yes. Same as same thing, right? I mean, it's all marketing. I, I I know people on Twitter have crushed bone thugs for this or boneless thugs, um, but it's uh, it's just I think it's all fun. I mean, look, I, as someone who every now and then gets offered to do some marketing things for far less money than boneless thugs are going to get. I understand it. Um, it, you know, for, if you change it for a month for, you know, they're obviously not going to go perform as boneless thugs. I think, I don't think they would. Um, yeah, people take to people take stuff too seriously, man. Yeah. Just have some fun with it. It does seem like something you would have seen at the Super Bowl. Like they would have launched oh, yes, these ads sure. during the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah, they would have. And so I actually surprised they didn't. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just all fun, man. It's all fun and games. They're gonna obviously sell, they'll sell a bunch of merchandise for this. They'll make they'll make their money, and they'll be bone thugs and harmony in in a week again. It's not a big deal. It's just kind of funny. Uh, but yeah, the backlash is is uh, very typical for um <laughs> for <laughs> for social media. Why like why would you even care? Like what is there to get outraged Jason, about here? Because because everyone wants to be I angry. know. I know the answer. Like people I know. It, it, it it's amazing like people wake up in the morning, go to social media and want to be fake outraged. There's so much I fake agree outrage with on social media. It's disgusting. It is what it is. Um and there's just so much fakeness on on social I saw something yesterday on Instagram where one of these influencers was showing like the real photo versus the you know the fake Instagram. It's so easy to to fake a picture, you know, pose here, the lighting, and it's all fake outrage, man. It really bothers me about social media. 
It, yeah, and that's why I have to step aside from it a lot, which I've done a good bit over the last month. I just have not felt like being around social media for the most part, but you make a valid point. But why be upset about this? They're trying to make a little bit of Skrilla on the side, and this is funny to me. Yeah, it might be old dad joke kind of funny. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!